For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Five of four from John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Primo, aka Prime, and Mr. Dan Skiffy, aka Hollis Thomas. And today we're talking about a you know, a little press conference, you know, uh, between uh, Howie and Nick. You know, Howie uh, and Nick both spoke um, in, like, uh, Eagles fan fashion. Uh, Eagle fans will take every single word to the bank and have uh, comments. They have ideas. They have theories and breakdowns about what transpired through the season. Uh, shout out to little Gio out there leading off the press conferences, going right for the juggler. I like to, I like to see that. Uh, but I, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, what I like to see, I try to I try to pull little things from the uh, the presser, see if they slip. You know, I, that that's my fun part. If they if they actually say something real, or uh, say something with their chest that they weren't supposed to say, or if some of their uh, thoughts and ideas were not on the same page. Um, but you know how Eagle fans like look for stuff. You know, you know how media looks for stuff. We're also going to talk about the AJ Brown situation with WIP and get Hollis's uh, point on that when we get a, a chance. But uh, Evan, how, how, how did you feel about that little presser? Did you did it move the needle for you? You feel you feel re- rejuvenated? It felt it felt like a lot of uh, felt like a lot of corpo talk, bro. I came <laughs> I came from a uh, working in a corporation all day today, and I hear that BS in email. I hear it in team meetings all day long, and uh, you know I, I I tune in to the press conference and. It felt like more of that. It felt like you're just trying to say the right thing um, and trying to not show your hand as far as what you plan, what you want to do, um, which I understand. Every it's it's you're you're playing a 4D chess game right now. You you have to uh, be ahead of your opponents as far as you know what decisions you want to make. You don't want let you don't want to let them know as far as what direction you want to be heading in. Um, so yeah, uh, Mark pretty much hits the nail on the head here. It, it felt like a lot of smoke and mirrors to me. That's that's how I felt after that. Well, I mean, it, it, it's like you said, it definitely was a chess game. And I, for the love of God, don't know how to play chess for shit. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I can teach you. I can teach you. 
I'm down. But <laughs> that's how I looked at it. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm playing the guessing game. And yeah, this is that time of the year. Well, this is that event where, I mean, bullshit comes out. I mean, bullshit with a capital B. Like, yeah, like you just want to go ahead and, and just say whatever the media wants you to say or, you know, you want to give the people what they want to hear. And, you know, in reality, we just don't know what really is going to go on, what their moves are going to be. Um, you know, I know, you know, shout out to Gio. You know, I mean, definitely starting off the um, the conference with the questions and everything. And, you know, he tried to touch upon some of our concerns, like Reddick, the whole AJ, what happened with the squad. You know, uh, the, the the Bradbury still being a part of our roster for the time. Ah, yeah, I mean, it, it was all right until he got to that point, And it was just like. I'm going to hear like about five more minutes of this shit and then I got to shut it off. <laughs> and my ears were just like aching. So I was just like, oh, but yeah, I'm with you, bro. I mean, this is this is that time of the year. Yeah, I mean, we're you know, you're just going to sit here and just wonder what the hell, what moves we're going to be making. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I was, um, I, didn't, I didn't really, I saw it and I just turned it on mute because like you guys, like every, each one of you guys said, they just, they just don't, don't want to tell nobody what they're doing. It's kind of like, uh, the one time when I was in this movie, it was it was horrible. It was like they were saying that they were going to trade me. They waited up until the second day of the damn draft to trade me. I was like, but they, they told me at the end of the football season that they were going to trade me. And I was like, okay. So and you and the whole time, like uh, like the kid feels wondering where the hell you're going because you want to get you want to get settled as a player. You want to get settled. The most jacked up part is is, is I, I think throughout the whole ordeal. And I and I think I, I'm, I'm glad that he addressed the AJ Brown thing, because right now we we're, we're living in the days where media doesn't have to answer for their transgressions, uh, where they don't have to answer for just putting shit out there into the universe that 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 has no merit, as like that has nothing, that has no validity. And I I thought it was over after I saw AJ Brown on TV, and they said, "Did you hear about you getting traded?" He's like, "Nope." He, he, he dispelled the whole thing because he hadn't heard nothing. And then you turn around, and on top of that, Hassan, the Hassan Reddick thing, I'm like, what the hell? I was like, nobody nobody is being held accountable for this stupid stuff. that we're A lot of stupid people to get in our head because as an Eagles fan, the first thing you say is, what the, what the, what the, what? What? Because it's, it's two really good players that are a big part of our squad. And we want to know what the hell is going on. And the first thing we do is click, and then we see, we see – and and this and this is a word to the wise too, because I I used to click do the same thing. Like, oh, what the? And it's like sources tell me. So who the fuck is your source? <laughs> because if, when somebody tells you something, you want to know where it came from because you want to know how much weight it holds. And I, I think that's be, being on on this side on this side is more nerve wracking than actually being in the mix, man. Because it's like we you hear stuff and you're like, man, it can't be true. It can't be true. And then they, they start talking about it and they start talk, making like, and it's just, they be just making stuff up, man. And I, I just get sick of it. That's why I hit the mute button. I, I have them on TV. I'm wait, my, my thing right now is the physical part of the combine. I mm-hmm. haven't, and I, I didn't get with you guys on the, um, with my free agent wish list. Cause I went, I went through uh, all the, the litany of free agents and I just had I just had one question when I was going through the top two hundred free agents. How the hell is Kirk Cousins like number two, and he's coming off of Achilles tendon uh, there? I, I just said that's all. I said, that's the only that was the only part. I was like, Kirk Cousins, really? I think he got friends that are authors over there, but uh, <laughs> uh, to, to to keep him to keep him up hype. I, I did trash his sneakers. I saw him doing his little <laughs> little. Pack. I was like, come on, man, you need some better kicks. He got, he got grills too, bro. Mm. Does he? Yeah. Out. 
he's pandering. Uh, but <laughs> talk about uh, this this combine, uh, this presser. And then we'll get into the. I do want to. I do want to talk about AJ Brown and a couple other things. But um, I mean, uh, I think the Hassan Reddick thing. I think uh, in pre-show I, I had asked Hollis about uh, you know, looking at a player like Hassan Reddick, a Camden, uh native, a Temple native. This is two things that hold near and dear to prime and evan uh the, the fact that he's a local not complaining uh uh outperforms his contract um you know that was a question that was asked about um and it was kind of really kind of really vague now from a locker room standpoint if you saw uh, a player put up those kind of numbers uh be very productive not raise any uh issues in the locker room and then they don't reward him would that as a player in a locker room, uh, would you feel a certain way about that? I would feel I would feel a certain way. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I also I also think that there is an element too that we're th- not thinking about, which is outside the locker room as well. I mean, you look at teams that uh, there's there's guys we, we you know we listed off some free agents. We talked about it in the previous show, and we are continually uh, a team that does not reward guys that are in make it or break it contracts. Uh, we do it with running backs. We can do it all the way as far back as I know it happened before this, but one that really sticks out for me <laughs> is the Jeremy Macklin one back in the day. Yeah. Jeremy Macklin, he was on a prove it deal and yeah. then he proved it. He did well. And then we didn't want to buck up an extra 2 million and the chiefs yeah. took him. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I think it, it's not only the players uh, but, that, but, are, but, that yeah. are in the, in the locker room that are feeling this. I'm saying it's also, I think that there's potential free agents that are looking at this and thinking, you know, if they're telling me prove it, I don't really know if I could believe it. Now, now Elv, you, you do you do remember that uh, when Je- Jeremy Macklin took that deal, they released him after they after uh, Big Red went to his wedding. <laughs> yeah. Now, now uh, the the one thing about this deal is you you look at it you can look at it in twofold. You play devil's advocate and say, okay, he's a one trick pony. When you look when you look when you go you look at the film, a lot of times he wasn't setting the edge versus run and stuff. And he didn't, and, and he didn't. He benefited. I feel like he, he, and he still benefits. He's a great pass rusher. I was like, but he's stopping the run, and then he can't drop either. As like, but he's a one, pretty much a one-trick pony. So, and I think he knows that too. And then I think he's going to just do better at that. And it's not really a proven deal. He's going to be, he's going to count like fifteen million against the cap. So mm-hmm. it's not. It's like even though that he, it's like what it's, it's kind of what you signed. And I love the fact that he said it's what I signed. He said, but he said I want, I'm willing to play this out. To see what I could get, and that's what you expect from your player. Now, on the reward part, now had he just been like a force to be reckoned with, and just like turned it up and just turned it, he was turned it up a little bit. But when they ran the ball on the edge, that's the that's the main thing. When they when they come to you, it's going to be almost. And I saw that, and I don't, I remember. I don't know if I remember if I told you guys the story about when Simeon Rice had all those sacks, and he wanted a hundred million like Brett Favre had just got, and yep. he went to the went to the Giants and um. I actually knew that the GM there. He he told me he put he put the tape on of him just running upfield and not not that disregarding everybody running by him. It's like you think that's worth a hundred million. It's like so I think uh, Hassan is going to build his resume a little bit more. So when he does come to the table, it will benefit him more. And he he's already said he wants to be here. He loves it. He loves playing at home. He couldn't think of no, nowhere else to be. So he's already laid the tracks. Now all he has to do is come out and and, and flourish in a big Fangio's defense. I never, I didn't get to ask you guys how you guys felt about Vic Fangio being back. I'm, 
I'm on board. I mean, I'm, if, if I'm comparing to, uh, I'm, I'm I'm simply comparing it, Hollis, to to last year's squad that we went into it with, because uh, I looked at last year and I I was hoping that we were going to win, uh, in your words, uh, yeah. in spite of the in spite of the coaches. Right. I, I saw our roster; it looked super talented. I thought that 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 talent on the roster would be able to carry us, mm-hmm. uh, but ultimately we had coordinators that were learning on the job. Yeah. So now that we have guys that are established, have proven themselves in the NFL, I feel more confident with them as the coordinator. Cool. cool. Now the, the yeah. one thing, go ahead, go ahead, I'm going to put on my bad. Sorry. You say you know I mean the first of all I just want to go ahead and and definitely address the fact that how Hassan has handling this situation is where he has like my utmost respect. He could be that player. He could be that guy that just go ahead and start, you know, acting up, but he's not, he's, you know, he's trying to keep a positive attitude and the love he has for the city, his hometown, you know, temple grad, all that stuff that plays a factor. You know I mean? He has his family around here. So, you know, he wants to be around here just as much. I mean, listen, it, it definitely all starts with like what, what how he had mentioned in that press conference It's all about the communication he has with his players. Um, and I really feel like, you know, uh, the way Hassan's been, I think they could go ahead and communicate very well and they could definitely come up with agreement, especially with the expand of, you know, the, the, the money that the whole league is getting this year. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I think eventually, you know what I mean? They could go ahead and, and figure something out. Now I know he's going to be turning 30 this year, but yo, listen, man, that's just a number. Like that kid is still a stud. He's still in great shape. He's still doing his thing. Um, I know you mentioned Simeon Rice. You absolutely like. I remember that. I remember when the fact <laughs> that he tried to approach a hundred million dollar contract, and yeah, yeah, that tape came out how he was just a straight up runner up the field. Other than that, he really wasn't doing you know that much work. And you know, the question was asked: Is that worth a hundred and mil? Um, Hassan, you know, we're talking about somebody different. Hassan definitely he plays he plays the part, and you know, he definitely has a whole lot on. Um, on his resume. So, I mean, I know you're saying he's building up, he's going to build up his resume. I totally agree. Uh, depending on how he goes into this year and how they go ahead and work this thing out. I think he's going to go ahead and prove that, you know what I mean? He's definitely worth that contract. So are, are we team uh, pay? Are we team pay Hassan? Yeah. But the one thing that, and this is why I know he, they're probably going to rework his deal because of the cap hit right there. And when they when they rework his deal, he's going to add a, add a few years and just give him some money up front because the main thing is the guaranteed money, and um, so somebody is like zero money guaranteed. The cap hit, I think, is is where we where they want to lower his cap number so that he'll be cap friendly, so they can get more players to get more players under the cap. The one thing that um, that I, I don't I don't know if anybody uh, realized. I don't know. I mentioned it when I was doing um, when I was doing uh, uh, Merle Reese's show. They was asking what's wrong with Sweat. And I told him it was three things wrong. It was three things wrong with Sweat. We're missing the hard grade. We were missing hard grade, missing the Dominican Sue and Limbaugh Joseph. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, those guys in that interior pressure, it means a lot to that edge guy. And if you if you don't have that pressure, the guys can step up and get on the move. And I think I think we we kind of we depended on the young guys kind of too early a little bit. And you know, it ran his ugly head, especially with the with the debacle of uh, what we'll call a coordinator. Do you know he got a job with the Rams? You I'm real, man. I'm now, real. Did you, you, do you, do you hear me? You hear me, Prime? He got a job with the Rams. He, I think he, he, he'll be actually working. Not even as the equipment manager, like not, an actual, like an actual role. job. No, he, he's, he's working with the offense and the defense over uh, uh, can, with the Rams. Before we go any further, can we just okay. address the fact that Gail's wearing a MILFs shirt? What, what, what is that? I say MILFs. Come on, man. Read, reading's fundamental. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, the e, the bottom of the e was cut off, yeah. man. Uh, okay, I was gonna say, I was gonna say milf. I, I was. <laughs> that looks like milfs, does it not? Yeah, from that yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah, no. Going, he has no. We we see where your mind's at. I, I see where your shirt's at right now. Say what's up to Miles Davis. All right. See. Whoa, 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 put it, put it back. That put it. I just put the Miles part up there. I didn't know he was in the tub. <laughs> nah, he's not. He's a he's in a boxing ring. These guys, bro. You guys need to get out more. Um, but talking about you, you mentioned uh, some of the younger guys in, in the presser today. Right. Uh, they kind of alluded to uh, some of the younger guys getting opportunities to play. As you as you know, it's like. Uh, first round you around here like you if you're a first rounder you you get a nice uh, a nice uh freshman season red yeah. shirt season over here do you think it's time to start playing some of these younger players off the rip uh you know we we, we want to see Sidney Brown a little bit earlier this season um Smith. yeah but you, you have to, yeah but it's 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 two, it's two ways you can look at that the player has to want to play and when i say want to play he has to, the one thing that uh when i first when i first got here I was I had some good athletic ability, but it was one time that I was in the huddle, uh, and then I didn't know I didn't know what what the hell I was supposed to do on some on one of the zone blitzes, mm-hmm. and the coach came he said I don't give a damn how talented you are if you don't know that that MF and playbook we can't we can't put your ass out there we can't trust you as they and then because it, it was one dude that they kept they kept me and another guy from Grambling had the best athletic ability at no known to man three six four three hundred pounds. Dumbing in a bag of rocks, <laughs> never got any playing time. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like so. I think it's it's on the players when they. That's why you saw them gradually bring Sydney along because he, he got he started getting it quicker. But then the other guys they start bringing the other guys along. I think it has to do with probably the coaching too. That's why we got the coaches that we got to teach better. So I want to make sure that I understood your question correct. Were you talking about like their first year coming into the league or like? This, this, yeah, I say first first year coming in the league because I mean, if you look around the league, some a lot of these guys get on the field faster than they do here. I think, uh, or there's a part where yeah, you throw some of these guys, you know, throw 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 some of these guys to the fire, um, which is what they were talking about in the in the presser. Um, if, if they don't know what to do, Gail, then they're not. It's like because it's, it's one thing. It's one thing to get guys out there and, and and have the athletic ability, but if you don't know where to go, you're gonna look like crap. And you, you and if everybody, what? I just feel like with the energy these 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 bulldogs, the Georgia's bulldog players were coming into the league with last year. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe I might be jumping the gun on this one, but I just felt like that was the time to go ahead and put these boys into the into the mix. Um, they were hungry. I mean, they 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 came out with that. Uh, you know that 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 shape as college players, you know what I mean? Going into the NFL, like, so I think that was the best time to go ahead and see where they were at, see how far they could go. Then, you know what I mean? Depending on if they're not playing that well, okay, you go back to the regular strategy that you were sticking with. But if these guys are going to hit and beast it out, then, you know, you took that chance and, and these guys, uh, you know, showed what they were all about. So I think last year would have been the perfect time to go ahead and do that. I don't know so much this year because we now we know what Nolan Smith, he has a shoulder injury. He has a shoulder problem. Don't know how long that's going to be lasting. We know where Kobe Dean's at. Uh, Jordan Davis ended up, look, to me, it looked like he was getting out of shape as the season pro- progressed. And, you know, um, then Jalen. Jalen was a dog, and, and they played him. They played him last yeah. year, at the first year in the league. So that's what I'm talking about. So I don't know. But, I mean, depending on what we do in the draft this year and who's hungry, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm all about go ahead and put those, those guys in as soon as possible. 
the one there was it was one thing that you said there, uh, Prime. When you when you put them in, you gotta you kind of gotta it's got so you gotta put them in with something that they're comfortable with doing. It's like the uh, what's that? See where Evans mind is. Oh. <laughs> no, but you, yeah, it's like to to what you're saying, Prime. Um, the part I'm talking about is they have to know what they're doing so you can get the best out of them. So I felt like we had a a dumb coordinator who didn't know how to simplify things to, to let them go play. If you saw, you, you remember when our DBs were running into each other and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. That mean that's what I'm talking about. I feel like this coach is going to keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. It's like not, you keep it simple not, and let them and let them play be players because you study long, you study wrong. Wrong. He who hesitates masturbates. Um, <laughs> so I got I gotta ask uh, for for the comment section and for you guys as well. Um, if there's one player on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball that this is like, you gotta prove it to me this year. Who's who's the name that comes to mind? Who's the player? Say that, say that one more time. Offensively and defensively, who is one player that, you know, two players uh, that you need to, like, you had so much um, hope and potential of them joining the squad, whether it be through free agency or the draft, mm-hmm. and now you need you need to see it. It needs to be the cash in here. For, for an example, just to say, Jordan Davis. I need – Jordan Davis, I need to see yeah. – he, he was drafted high. Man, man was, was, was taken in the top 15. Um, and you know, I had all the promise in the world when we got him. Um, listen, I'm, it's, I'm a, it's, it's step up or shut up time, man, for, for Jordan you're, Davis. You're right. But I'm not so much worried about Jordan Davis because we have other players that could fill in that gap. If there's one player that I want, the Kobe Dean. Yep. I'm, I'm, I, I need, yep. I need the Kobe Dean. I need all of the Kobe Dean. I need that guy that I was on that floor chanting and souped up that we picked him when we picked him. And then you come out, you know what I mean, playing the way you're playing. I was the same guy that was at the autism and said, now we got a linebacker. And yeah, now man. you can't even give me a full season. So it's just like, I need you to come through for me this year, big time. I need you to stay healthy, and I need you to do your thing. Speaking of oh. linebackers, we had um, Jer- Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Uh, scheduled for a formal uh, interview at the Combine. Does That's that move Does that move a needle for y'all? Like a mother yeah. sucker. Yeah. Uh, whether or not we we end up getting them, I think is a different story. Yeah, you know, I, the, the, know. I, I was just going to tell them my two my two players real quick. It it would it would be game well, but Quez Watkins and uh and uh and Bradbury they 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 ran me hot. Uh, Bradbury was dude. I went to Seattle and to watch it. You went to, you was up there, Gil, and to yeah. watch the young guys put on the show the way that they did, and to watch Drew Locke come out and literally look for the 24 on that on that last drive every time it was yep. it was a it was a re it was a revisit of when i was playing with the saints and we had jason david and he came out and he was looking for the 42 uh, uh the whole time uh mark bulger uh, but it's like and the 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 quez Watkins thing it's like we keep giving them chances it's like I just can't, I can't see myself giving. I'm, I'm no going to be real with you, Hollis. I think come training camp time, he's going to have an opportunity on another team. I don't even think he makes the squad. I hope so. Well, it's like come, come with you. Go I got to ask you a question about. Um, you know, you, you mentioned earlier about having, uh, you know, Vic Fangio in here. Like I, I kind of, I said we have McDonald's, not McDowell's now. <laughs> do Do you think this makes a difference for? Bradbury being in a system where 
uh, Vic Fangio will put him in a place to succeed and not on an island on man coverage versus uh, you know, one of their twitchiest wide receivers in Seattle <laughs> well, with no help over top. What they were trying to hide his ass. It's like they, every it's like every he lined up in the slot, then he lined up on the outside. They were trying to hide his ass and keep him away. But I, I think Vic Fangio will will run some things that confuses the the opposing team, and it'll be it'll it'll be a lot different. Put it that way. I, I was just watching some of the film that he had. Put it this way: if we had the tenth ranked defense last year, do you think that we would have more victories? Yeah, yeah. So he he just got through with uh, Miami with the tenth tenth ranked defense. Now, if you talk about, uh, I had a wish list. Of free agents, one of them was uh, Christian Watkins. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Uh, he, he's Wilkins? Uh, play- Wilkins, yeah, Christian Wilkins, mm-hmm. yeah, for the, for the for the Dolphins, and yeah. they also have a de- a defensive end, the ed- edge rusher, uh, Van Grinkle. Yeah, he came from Clemson. Van, yeah, yeah, Van, Van yeah. Grinkle. Um, Van is Grinkle. Christian Wilkins the the DT out of Clemson, Gail? Yeah, he's the guy with the finger who yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 assaulted yeah. one of the uh, players on the ground. Also, well, also from Connecticut, awkward, right? <laughs> that is we know we know how you people in Connecticut get down. Yeah, you know. Yeah, in London, Connecticut. Wilkins. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked him coming out of college, uh, and but I I do think when you talk about Van Ginkle, uh, his ability with injuries that happen, they the kind of kind of kind of was his Fangio's uh, chess piece. So yep. he was playing uh, interior linebacker and also, you know, played on the edge. So I think I think he had what a, a pick. Big six, six. yeah, mm-hmm. and they, and it's uh, uh Eddie Cheap Jackson, too. Eddie Jackson, and uh, and Jose uh, Joel, who's a middle linebacker, if who we could get pretty decently, and who are not longer too. Eddie Jackson is a little longer too, but they released him, but he's also he also played in big yeah. yeah, so yeah, he, he's probably going to get. I feel like he's going to get one or two guys who could be the quarterback because we didn't have. We looked like we were playing Keystone Cops defensively sometimes, and. The fact uh, you just we just was uh, I don't know uh, it was horrible and uh, you guys watched it with me I love Isaiah Rogers too yeah I watched the interview with Isaiah Rogers um, he kind of like basically didn't want to hide from the fact of you know the conversation that needed to be had about like you know he said now that it's a, it's a thing that people like do all the time he, you know he he said uh, he you know he he didn't want to his have his character assassinated but he actually. Right. He actually spoke on it for uh, about 20 minutes about the situation, but he said he's hungry. He said that uh, Eagle fans have already been hitting his DMs. He said it, it is true. The Eagle fans are different. <laughs> he said he's well aware that uh, uh, Eagle fans, are they act different. He's like living in uh, Indianapolis. He's like, I like it. It's, it's cool. You know, there's nothing to do there. So it's really about business. There's It's just football. and But I, I feel like it's different. going to be different in Philly. Definitely, but, uh, and I see a lot of people uh, speaking a corner, uh, just talking right. about Avante Maddox. Man, um, is it me or is he like one of the guys that like this? This defense looks completely different once Avante goes down every year. Avante mm-hmm. is like low key one of those glue guys, man, that, that is holding this shit together. I yeah, mean, he but is. But good. We just we just can't we just can't get a full count on him. You can't count on him. Accountability, man. It's like he's. I love. I love the way he plays. He plays the tenacious defense, but you always got to have a backup plan with him. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like, damn. It's like when he come back, he came back, got hurt again. Came back, got hurt again. 
It's like he just keep popping tires. I'm like, dang. And he, you love the kid because he plays with all his heart and he plays he plays to the fullest every time he's out there. It just can't stay healthy. And it's like it's a it's like it's different. It's not high school and it's not college. It's a business that you only get, you know, you only get half so many people alive and then if one go down, it's like damn. Yeah, you, you and, and the fall the fall off is, is tremendous too, especially because he gets all the first team reps. So you guys want to hear yeah. the numbers on that? If uh, they move on from Avante, a post-June first cut, this is via over the cap, you would save 7.1 mil. Dead money you'd eat is 2.5. This is a post-cut, uh, post-June first cut for Avante. If you extended them, uh, cap savings would be 4.7 mil. Um, and then if you – the other one was uh, if you gave him a restructure, it would be like about 4.4 mil. Um, but he has to kind of give. I, I think uh, they probably they could talk to him like, "Hey, this is where we're at. This is our out number. Can you come down? Can you come <laughs> off it? Or because this is the year for I think this is the year for slot corners. There should be a lot of yeah. slot corners available this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it's some it's some it's some in the draft too. But you you kind of want somebody who's a, a proven entity. But then with him being a proven entity. He's got that uh, always get hurt, that always get hurt when you need him thing, and that that's going to kill every time. It's going to rear his ugly head. That's kind of like when I'm when I'm arguing with some arguing with somebody, and he's like, "He's not trash. He's a, he's great when he's not hurt." I was like, "Say it again, when he's not yeah. hurt." Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at it right now. He the only year he played uh, 16 games was 2021. Uh, everything else was 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 13 games or less. So he, he definitely misses significant time every year. Well, when they decide to go ahead and actually have that talk with him, man, I think he has to be more reasonable because of the fact that, you know, he he gets hurt. And yeah. they, they're to him. And don't get me wrong, man, when he's there, he definitely is, you know, a big piece of that puzzle that brings that puzzle together. So, yeah, I I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Maddox, but mm-hmm. if uh, if he's talking, you know what I mean, some big daddy crazy. money, yeah, don't see it happening, man. I remember so, um, when we're crazy. So fl- flipping over to the other side of the ball. Um, okay. Devontae Smith, uh, we're, we're getting near that uh, that extension time. Um, so, yeah. what, what you what you guys thoughts on that? Is that going to be? Do you think that this is going to be a painful process, like how everything else feels like a painful process, or is yeah, how are you going to set him as a priority and make sure that Devontae gets the money he deserves? You're right, bro. I mean, this is the scary part to see if it's going to be a process, but it should not be, man. I mean, the kid has done more than he sub- that he needed to to go ahead and prove that. You know, he is the man on this team. He is big. He is a big part of this squad. And, you know, for for you not to go ahead and to accommodate to what that kid deserves. Nah, man, I I think they need to put they need to put all that BS in the past and keep it in the past. And, you know, and, and start fresh with this kid and realize that, you know, he definitely deserves every single penny dime quarter whatever in his contract when, when you talk yes. about reliability man i mean like yes. he is the most in my opinion the most reliable I, he's the most reliable wide receiver we have yeah, I, he, I think he, he's one he, game. he shows up continually each and every week that's that's I, the guy you pay i think he's missed one game in the um the entire time he's been, yeah. yeah it's like we but we, when you look at it too it's like i think they pick up the, the uh, fifth year option and yeah. uh and then work out a, a nice a nice deal for him because I, he's, I mean, he's he's another one that has a great attitude about this whole situation. Oh yeah, he knows. Can't like, can't you extend him now and then spread that money out so the cap hit isn't as much though, or is that fifth fifth year option still apply for this year? Well, you pick up the fifth year option because that's the uh, 
they put the fifth year option in place for the people who are, are drafting the first top round. ten. Yeah. yeah, well, it's, it's I think it's it may be the top ten. No, it's the first round. It's the whole first round. Yeah, so they put that in place because they're giving up. They're giving up like a year. Used to they they were giving up a year of uh, free agency because mm-hmm. it's like they that's and so teams used to just sign them to like a big long eight year deal or something and you know they miss free agency but they that's why they would call bonus babies but the way that they're doing it now he's gonna make if he, if they pick up the fifth year option he'll make fifteen million and it'll give them time to his cap hit will be fifteen point some odd million and mm-hmm. it'll give them time to to up the ante. But I, I would I would try to do it early because the Slim Reaper is uh, is all is healthy often and he's a playmaker. And he's, and he's productive. Yeah, and so you as the production goes up, so does the price. The longer you wait, yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly. Well, yeah, that was yesterday what I was asking for. Today I'm asking yeah. for this. Yeah, I, I think he wants to be catch, here, man. After a catch two touchdown game, uh, the price is going up. You, did you guys see? Uh, speaking of wide receivers, Peter King, uh, he's retiring, but he had some words about uh, AJ Brown about uh, him disappearing at the end of the season. But I, I feel like at the end of the season, he was either double teamed. Uh, he did get hurt at the end of the season, but I, he was either double teamed. Uh, and we had no answer for A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown had a phenomenal year. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone had a down, I say, last quarter of the season. Yeah. Even the coaches and the whole – the fan base, we all went through it. So, uh, Peter King, I think I think he misspoke. Yeah, you're a legend, but I think he most misspoke on A.J. Peter mm-hmm. is king, but sometimes he'd be just talking random stuff. The thing that I, I think that um, a lot of us was missing, and when I went back and looked at some of the tape is – uh, and you look at it when, when you don't know an uh, offensive defense coordinator, they surprise the shit out of you. And so those first those first 10, 11 games we won, those 10, 11 games we won at first, that was because our, our the talent level which we had. But no, but then once they once they, and then the, once they got it on tape and they noticed that they were not going to change at all, they just everybody just took it and ran with it. Everybody did the same thing to us after they got the uh, the formula to beat us down. Everybody took that same formula, and it's like, and it, it seemed like our big guys in the middle disappeared. But it wasn't that; it was like they were running the same zone play where they would run a double team on the big guys, and the linebackers. We didn't have any linebackers that knew to hit the gap to get the double team off your big guy, and they would move the ball, move it up. It's like it's called a rub double, and they would get to the linebacker, and then they got five or six yards, and they they on a and hell blanket ship blanket. What what you what you want to call blanket ship? There's a milk missile. I got, I got, I got. It's still bad every time you say it. But he, he led the team in tackles. Your safety not supposed to lead the damn team in tackles. It's supposed to be your line. One of your linebackers and, and somebody up front. Yeah. yeah. As I so I think we I think the fact that our the um, the coaches were playing checkers and everybody else was playing chess, guys. That 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 kind of hurt the guys. Uh, the, all the guys in, in general. Because and then it, it may cause some dissension in the rank as far as like, dude. I, I just can't. I just can't wait for this to be over. I really feel that when that "Where are they now?" episode comes out with Brian, <laughs> they're gonna finally admit the fact that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> it's just that simple. I mean, when you right. see that part and you see how good we look on paper, but actually on the field as well, and not right. to be able to put a game plan like I agree with you, man. And once that formula got out there you would think to go ahead and come up with a different strategy to work around that formula. But no, you just kept on giving it and giving it, giving it. So that's why I, I know for a fact, those two did not yeah. know what the fuck they were doing. No, they, they, they always say, if you're, if you're thinking, 
you're stinking. And those yeah. guys, you could <laughs> you could see them out there thinking. But and, but, but, but guys, they 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 were max blitzing us, and we didn't have any side adjusts. We didn't have any hot routes. I was like, and we we went through the entire second last, half of the season with the same, and everybody was talking about something. He's holding the ball too long. No, if you go back and you look at, nobody's turned around. They're running either a deep route or a deep curl, and nobody's turned around. And, every, and they said everybody, including the kitchen sink. So, and then we did nothing to counterattack. I was so pissed, dude. That that dude thinking about the watching games at that second half of the season, especially that playoff game, man. Like thirty-two nine. I I, I like, like I, the, the the thought of like you know we that we prepared yeah. all all week and that's the best that we came up with. Dude, for Baker they, Mayfield. Dude, when they came when they came out off when we came out offensively and went spread, I was like, ain't this a bitch? I was like, I said, <laughs> I looked at I looked at Bob. I was like, Bob. He said, yeah. I said, we probably gonna go pretty soon. <laughs> they came out and spread. It's like we just beat this team. And we ran the ball down their throat. You get and then and then hey prime prime tell, tell me this when uh when you saw um when you saw Swift carving them up a little bit and then he did not get the ball until the middle of the fucking third quarter again. He had 10 touches the whole game. Yeah, that's all I was just getting ready to say. I tortured myself and I actually went back and I watched that game, man. I there were <laughs> moments that I was fast forwarding it just to see, like, you know, just to get through it. But I went and I sat there and you're right, man. Like the, the, the crazy the routes these guys were running, not er, that whole time that everybody just kept on, like, including myself, like what is up with Jalen? What is up with Jalen? But then you got to question yourself like, shit, maybe it's not Jalen. I mean, you look at some of these receivers, they just weren't turning around. It was just like some backyard, backyard football that was going on. Like, all right, guys. Just run the route, and if you're open, you're open. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are we open? And you're right. And then I go back to see how we were utilizing Swift in the very beginning, and it was working. And then you go into that second half, it was just like, damn, did we even have a running back on the squad? Like, yeah, what the hell? Hey, wait, Brown, wait, the way that uh right. Devante played, right? Given the situation that game, yeah, he did. Yeah, I was did. like, I was like, pay him today, yeah, because he he wants to play. The funny, the funniest thing is what problem when you talking probably you went back and watched. Next time you if you if you wanna if you want some real punishment, watch the DB, DBs for the opposing team literally running our routes for us. That, that go back and look at that Seattle game. That dude knew we play action fake. The safety knew he went right to AJ Brown. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. When you go back and look at it, it's demoralizing because at, at what point do you realize that everybody knows what you're doing? What point? At what point do you realize that they know the formula to beat you? It's like and then we and then defensively we were just sitting there. We didn't run any type of slant, any type of ISO stunts. It's like I'll show you guys what those are. But those are some stunts when they're running that crap against you. You put the offensive line have to do more work than they want to do. And as like, if you make them mother, them them suckers move like they like 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 we're supposed to do, they get tireder. And then, uh, not only that, your pass rush comes home uh, comes home a lot better. But if you just sit there and let them lean on you the entire game, it's, it's going to make for a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Todd says, I get a sense the longer Kelsey takes to make his decision, the more likely he's returning. Uh, Howie and his pressers talked about giving the veterans time about, uh, you know, making a decision and doing what's right. He did kind of make mention of 
seeing said players as Kelsey mm-hmm. Graham and Cox mm-hmm. in different uniforms. We can we can all think about Brian Cox. I mean Brian uh, Dawkins in a Denver. Broncos uniform um, or Reggie White in a uh, Packers yeah. uniform or or how about this uh, Hollis Thomas in a Panthers uniform. The, the Saints or, uniform. Or Saints well, the, the, fun, the funniest thing is when you said the, <laughs> the, the Saints thing, like literally everybody, all, like I, I was like the whole time, the um, the second half of my career playing in Philly, I was in, uh, I was, I, I lived in Houston. And so somebody, so some of the people was like, dude, it just looked fun. It just don't seem right, but you, you're not wearing that green. It's, it's like, and it was people that were Dallas fans that knew me from uh, Houston. They was like, you just don't, the black and gold is not, it's just not you. And <laughs> I, I but I, I, try, I tried to make it work. You know, it was cool for a few years, you know, but it's like one of those things where you really realize it's a business. And the, the, I think the, the weirdest thing is when, um, as a player, uh, especially when you first come out of college, you, um, you, feel, you, you feel that camaraderie and stuff, but then something happens where it's like you injury or something, and then you're just like an afterthought, and then it's like you start to slow, not, you slowly realize that this is business. And they, they can say all the love and stuff that they want, but in the, in the end, they're going to do what's best for them and the team. It's like, and they'll still say they love you and stuff. They say they, they may, they may, they may not, but you know, it's bit, they say it's business, not personal. So let, let me, let me ask you a question, Hollis, uh, because you are, you know, you tell it how it is, man. You, okay. you, you tell it straightforward. Mm-hmm. Should Nick Sirianni be the head coach of this team still? Oh, he's juggling. yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's only one reason why. As if he if he came back and he he tried to fight for the uh, assistant coaches, then he would he same, the same way that Doug did. Well, yeah, the, the, Doug he, he told me he went in there to get fired because he wanted to fight for his coaches and stuff. It's like, but if your coaches are not getting it done, I was like, you got to get rid of them. And the other part too is he didn't hire the, that coaching staff. That's the other reason why too. And it's like, you know, you, you then you you may have to break in a whole new guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and I, you know, now if he came in talking about fighting for those two yahoos to stay here, then you <laughs> fired the, you fired the shit out of him. You tell him don't let the door hit you on the ass on the, in the ass on the way out. Now the fact that he's with, he knows that this is this is where you this is where when you listen to him, know that he knows that he needs to change. He need, there needs to be a change. That's the part where that's the part where I was cool with him staying. And I was like, I knew he wasn't going to get fired. I knew he wasn't going to go in there because you could see. His distress because everybody's like, well, why is he? He can't be on the offensive side. He can't stay on the defensive side. He's the head coach. He's the general. He needs to. He needs to uh, be doing everything. What if he goes on the offense? He's over there with the offense trying to make offensive corrections while the defense is on the field. The defense is looking for like a timeout or to challenge a play. It's like you have to. You have to have somebody that's a general, and I feel like he's a, he's a per- the perfect guy for that role, especially the way that they do things. Hmm. Yes, pe- yes, Pete. We do need a linebacker. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> we will get some. We'll definitely probably get some via free agency because you know they ain't, they ain't drafting the linebackers high. Yeah, yeah. It, you know the one thing it's uh, and I and I hope and I hope that if somebody said it in the in the comments about how he learned it from uh, last year's transgression, our our linebackers were abysmal. They they were they were horrible, dude. And some people, somebody was like, yeah, well, I like Zach and and the other guys. Like, yeah, they were getting toasted. When people were catching across the middle, they weren't making tackles. I want some. I want them to fear us across the middle. Uh, Jay's got some some prospects down here: Edwin Cooper, Peyton Willis, Cedric Gray out of uh, North Carolina. Saw him down at the Senior Bowl. Was he good? Was, what What did you like about was Cedric Gray good? Yeah, he wasn't bad. He uh, wasn't bad in space because that was the one thing I was looking at um, in space. I, I do want to see Junior Colson from Michigan. I think uh, size six three. Like, I mean, the whole idea of Trotter would be nice, but he's sort of in the same ilk of the Colby Dean, probably a better prospect than he's six, Dean. He's six feet, 230. And the, mm-hmm. the, one, thing, the one thing about uh, Trotter Jr. is, uh, is uh, he, 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 he does it all. He blitzes. He can, he, uh, and I, and I, being, being a bit of his uncle, you know, you, you know how you want to see your guys do great. I think he's a great linebacker and a great cross, a great prospect. A lot of people thought that he had a knee injury, and Van Grinko and uh, and Von Noy would be great additions. But Van Grinko, yeah, Van, yeah. But um, if you look at it, if, if you look at it, there's like one, two, one, two, three. There's like four linebackers that are on the market who are still young, and who who you can get uh, on a nice deal. Like what did you guys like the kid Dotson from uh from the Bills? He had to step in at the end of the season because of the main guy got hurt and he was killing. He he he, he stepped up. Mm-hmm. Also, to do the kid tranquil from the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I, I like the. I'm, I'm talking about. So I I don't know. Are you guys tired of? Where's um, Cashman from uh, the Jets? What what about there? a reunion? Which Mr. One? Jordan Hicks come back to Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't like Jordan Hicks in space though. That's what I was about to ask you guys. Aren't you tired of seeing Mother White across the middle over? That's yeah, I, but that's what Tranquil reminds you, reminds you of Kaiser, Kaiser Sozi, man. You can't Kaiser. go wrong, Kaiser Sozi. Yeah, but you, but Tranquil, he reminds you because they're white. He's 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 on that same level of pass coverage and, and what's called him. Yeah, but you said that because I traded for Hicks the other night on on that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, the, you know the Patrick Queen talk. Uh, his what uh, market value was eight eight eighteen yeah. mil. Yeah, eighteen mil. Come on, I don't, eighteen I don't plus. Devin White. I like De- De- and Levante David too. And, but okay, David, yeah. David is longer than two, and he might cost less. But it's also, do you guys know uh, Frankie? Uh, Lavu? Yeah, Lavu. Lavu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's a he's a he's a tackling machine. And and uh, and the guy I mentioned earlier, Josie Jewell. Josie Jewell is is a young cat. And but it's like we need to. I feel like we need to make that type of splash a little bit so that if we grab a linebacker like in the second or the third round, if if Tri's still there, it would be lovely to have him here because we. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired. I'm tired of our special teams uh, giving up shit, and uh, we need some special teams linebackers and some guys who can step in and and uh, take up the slack when one guy goes down. It's like we have to we have to build get the young guys in there, and like they said, they got to start developing them a little bit better. Hmm. Now, Jay asks, has anyone seen Johnny Wilson six seven? He was on the Senior Bowl. Uh, <laughs> 
How did Gail's voice turn into a keyboard? Uh, uh, yep. Did you did you mute him? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mute him at all. <laughs> no, I, bro, I bro was moving his mouth, and I heard the keys typing. I, I know, didn't know how he's doing that. I thought Prime did that. No, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I just not because when he when he when he went He's off, typing, he, he, was hitting, he was hitting something. I was like, oh okay. Uh, but Johnny Wilson, yeah, six seven from uh, FSU. It's very shifty. Uh, I mean, he's nimble for his size, but I think um, I wanted to see more. Um, Keon Coleman, right, was when, when I started watching him. I was, bro, he's pretty explosive, but um, got to see more of him. Um, but there was some. There was Johnny Wilson was. I don't know if he was in his head on the sidelines or he was down on himself. And then I didn't see him for a couple. Uh, he took himself out of some plays. Um, so I, I, I he's got to redeem himself at the um, combine. Okay. But um, yeah, but um, I had no idea it was in two days, bro. Two days, dude. Yeah, I, 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 th- I wanted I to go. It was dude. like a. Mid late March thing, I, I I I realized like a week ago, two weeks would, ago that would it was. You, would you guys ever go to the combine? Maybe I don't know. I uh, <laughs> if, down, if, I, if I figure out a new work situation. Down at the senior bar, I ran into the guy that does the forty. Um, he does the forty uh, at the combine. It's that dude's guy. a legend. Yeah, he always does it every year. Uh, hmm. Steelers coach, um, flexing the Super Bowl ring. He's like, ah, oh, can I get a photo? He's like, yeah, let me hold on, let me get my Super Bowl ring. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, I'm excited for the 40s. Um, <coughs> I'm interested in. Uh, Dad says uh, Ricky Pierce. So we interviewed him down at Florida wide receiver mid round. I think he might push his way into the back end of the second. Very shifty. Very go check his catch against uh, I believe Charlotte, one handed Jimmy. Probably the best catch of the year. Wow. You, you already got people hating. <laughs> Tease out. Hey, he he, he put in work at the senior bowl. I just want to say that. Uh, Pierce old that uh, he was routing people up. Him and McConkey were routing people up. Mm. And Roman Wilson from Michigan. So, all right. I, I, uh, I'm seeing Quinion Mitchell okay. from Toledo. He, he's now number 15 on – Daniel Jeremiah's board. How are we feeling about cornerback? Finally, in the first round, the Lido Shepherd drought could be over. Would you guys be? I mean, I'm I'm open to it. I just yeah. I'm yeah. I'm also realistic and yeah. how we okay. build through the trenches in the first round. That's can, can, I, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Now, uh, somebody and somebody just Mark is talking about what I, what if Brian Thomas Jr. is available out of LSU. Uh, I think you. I think with. I think with all the wide receivers that you got in the tank, in this draft, mm-hmm. I think you can wait. You, oh, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't take him. It, yeah, because this is what my thing was. This is like, uh, uh, follow me in, in the second round. You could get T.J. Tampa out of Iowa State, six foot two, two uh, two hundred pounds, and uh, he's a, he's a beast. Uh, but in the first round, get it, Brian Thomas. We don't have the game changer. Jared Verse is where I'm looking. I've been what, from Florida State. Oh. Have you watched him yet? Not really. I kind of, I kind of got stuck on Brian Thomas because I know the receiver coach over there and LSU receivers be putting in work. And uh, it, I, oh, the, the thing I'm talking about is putting. We didn't have that guy that, that uh, when he came on the field, 
everybody was put on notice because once they once they double teamed our two outside guys, and then we didn't have we didn't have Dallas Goddard for a little bit, and they bracketed him. It's like somebody said, "How you do that? How do you double team?" It's like you put six DBs out there. As like if you don't have that game changing guy. Like we didn't we didn't have like a we didn't have like the Darnell Mooney or the or the Tyler Boyd or the uh and it was number eleven for uh, the Buffalo Bills that they ran the ran the punt back. It's like we got uh, we got Covey, uh, Covey, fair catching machine. We didn't <laughs> we don't have anybody that when he comes on the field is like uh okay case in point when when you when you on the field and you saw somebody you saw they brought out like the fastest guy on the squad. We had to pay attention, even if he was just bells and whistles. We had yeah. to pay attention because he had the ability to go take it to the house. Like you, you didn't and, want to get caught up. Go ahead. In all, right. all, in, in all fairness, I think that the Eagles did attempt to do that in acquiring Julio Jones midway through the year. I mean, he was obviously a shell of his former self, but I think that was their goal: is to step up the wide receiver three with Julio. Just didn't yeah, work but, out. But but, I, and, but when and, he come on the field, he's like old and like well, yeah. You, know, well, you, you, you got to get younger. You don't still had a blazing like four three speed that he you know I mean I that's, that's, yeah that's that's all I'm, I'm my, saying. Like, my, my wide receiver my wide receiver three has to take jet sweeps. Uh, mm-hmm. He has to be a reliable. I don't I don't want this just a ver- vertical one trick pony because uh, yeah. in this draft you could get a guy that's uh, great at the catch point, right? Can run a jet sweep, right? Can so, run routes. Can block. That's not hard. It, that's not hard to to do i mean like we were like we 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 gambled on quest watkins and we lost two years in a row like we could have upgraded two years we we just been losing every season like every time if they throw him another damn wide receiver screen you guys see malachi court from uh western kentucky yet Mm -hmm. got a little yak game to him like a a wide receiver three should have some that that juice to him get yak 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 but that's but that's what I was saying. It's like we don't have that. It's like we got so many game changers in there. We don't have that guy that to be able to be like a bit of a a, a decoy at times, so we can get some other. Like say say we got that guy who's fast and, and he's running that jet sweep. We hand the ball off to Swift up there, and the guy the guy is staying at home. So now you have a giant cutback lane, and you got a big play. It's like or or you run them on the deep route, and underneath is all clear because everybody's going back there to mess with them. Mm-hmm. Is we we don't we don't have that extra guy like that. We got we got a one and we got a two receiver. We got a good tight end. We got a great running back. We got a good offensive line. We don't have that game changer in there that that's going to that other chess piece. That's the best way to describe it. We was playing checkers for so damn long, like it's like uh, when they was running the when they was running the, the stuff that uh, Andy uh, Andy that was running in the Super Bowl. We don't have that guy that, that does that. We don't have a scholar more. Tim says, uh, "Take it." Keep a lookout for uh, Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown, uh, Kellen Moore disciples. Uh, Cedric Wilson was with uh, Tampa this year, right? Was he with Tampa? Okay, yeah. And then um, Noah Brown. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys think. Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys think. Uh, Dallas sucks. Now the the other the Mark Bird will bring up JPJ. He's an Oregon fan, but like this whole idea of bringing in. Alignment, which Ev will say, don't ever say sexy pick around me again. Uh, it's not a sexy pick, but I think, bro, I mean, he can step in, play guard. He'll 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 start be your right guard. What about the OT out of Oklahoma? He he's scheduled a uh, a visit with the Eagles. Uh, this I'm gonna give this one to uh, Tim. He said uh, he ran into him in a restaurant two weeks mm-hmm. ago. 
He said, I remembered you from the senior bowl. It's hard talking about it. And he said, Tim goes, hey, you're going to be a future Eagle. He said, no, future Cowboy. Mm. He said, but if I got drafted by the Eagles, I would be – I'm like, uh, he is he is, uh, he is, is Lane's protege, though. Mark him off my list. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you to throw that damn paper away. <laughs> I know, Mark, you're on my list. Hey, what about uh? Do anybody know about um, uh, Curl out of the Commanders, the safety? Uh, Cam Curl. Yeah, Cam Curl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's interesting. He's he, he probably gonna get if if uh, he's overpaid. I mean, he's gonna probably get his worth. And Jeremy Chin. Jeremy 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 Chin would be interesting. I w- I would fuck with Jeremy Chin for yeah. sure. That's right. That was that was like some of the guys I was thinking about uh, yeah, over the uh, on my on my free agent wish list. One of the other ones was uh, Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I've heard I about like Darnell. I think he, I think he's being misused down there too. Yeah, that, he he would be that game changer that we we were looking for who could actually catch. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't tell Prime, but his favorite punt punt returner from the Canes. Is out there on the streets right now. BBA Braxton Berrios. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I'm telling you, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I don't want to go as far as saying it would be a step up from Covey, but BBA. Uh, he's nice. He's nice. He got juice. Yeah. He yeah. definitely got some juice. I'll take um, BBA. Um, let's see. I mean, uh, are, are you guys watching? The, are you guys watching the uh, combine? I'm gonna try yeah, to. Oh, Oh yeah, that, most definitely. I'll be watching. I mean, that way I could at least be up to par on my notes with, with you guys in your places. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting interesting. I mean, we're coming down to the coming down to the wire. Uh, off season is off with a bang. I think uh, this will this will square some things. Uh, seeing some of these prospects run, figure some things out, get some interviews under their belts. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, the Brazilian trip. Uh, <laughs> Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Vince and Philly Sports Ships. Yeah, if you want to put your uh, deposit in, you can go ahead and do so. Uh, the, the, we have uh, people booking slowly but surely. Um, <laughs> so if you, be one, if you want to be one of those guys, uh, I don't know if you want to sit next to Hollis on a plane for how many hours. I think no. the, I think well with, with uh, I talked I spoke with Vince today. He's going down there to uh, procure some things. He's thinking about doing a charter. So I think yeah. I think the straight through flight is maybe ten hours. Ten hours, ten hours, something something like that. <laughs> Yo, Vince, Vince is me. He's like, hey man, uh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, what? He's like, do you want to go to Brazil? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are yeah. you doing this weekend? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's had, they're taking they're taking the people down to uh, to spring training. Uh, him and uh, Bob Cavanaugh, and uh, then uh, Vince is gonna go from spring training to Brazil. Nice. I was like, yeah, hey, get your passport ready. Get your yeah. pass, passport and, 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 and visas. Visas. Visas as well. I, they're doing something weird over there. I don't think they like getting money. Look, look at Prime's face. He's like, mm, mm-hmm. Brazil. I can't mm-hmm. talk about it. You say you can't talk about it? Can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. But, hey, uh, what, I, I got a quick question for everybody. What do you guys think about some of the guys coming to the combine and not working out? I hate it. I, I hate it, yeah. dude. Do you? 
Yeah, dude. Like it, that, it, yeah. it's it's the like I'm already I'm already a top tier guy. I only I don't need to yeah. prove myself. Well, d- what, 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 what Deion Sanders showed up, ran forty, and bounced. That's doing something that's, though. That, that's doing something. And yeah, this is prime time. Like like Caleb Williams is a guy that like dude. I you know I follow USC. I'm yeah. a, I'm a Caleb Williams guy. I like him. Yeah. I think it's pathetic that he's not performing yeah. at the combine. I mean yeah. that that USC team completely collapsed at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that he's highly touted, but I I would want to see. So it's a competition thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would compete. I will. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with some of these bowl games. Do you sit out your last I, game or you play? I'm more understanding of that than the combine. Sat there and I watched was the one that DK Metcalf was in. Now remember that dude was being. Like a lot of people doubted him because of his yep. field problems and his attitude and all that Back stuff. Of a route tree, apparently. Right, but that kid, he—I mean, he didn't catch every single ball that was thrown him at that combine, but he—the effort he was putting in—and mm-hmm. I mean, look at him now, now the, you know, I mean, the shit is history. He's one of the top wide receivers in the league. Like that says a lot. So I love, I, I, I would love to see another DJ uh, DK Metcalf in in, yeah. in the combine. Not only that. Not only that, prime it's like it's like when you listen to listen to scouts, like the quarterbacks that go and throw, they they do themselves a great service because you're not gonna know the, your, your new your new team. You're not gonna know those guys, and you're gonna have to get on the same page with them. They want to see how quickly that you can adapt to the guys around you. That's yeah. another that's another mental thing as well. It's like you don't want to perform, you don't want to compete. You it's like you should always want to compete. That's yeah. and. That that pisses me off to no end. What the, what the hell are you coming for? You know, if I if I'm a coach, uh, I'm asking them. You know, you lost to Tulane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are USC. You lost to Tulane. I heard that Caleb Williams and the boys, US, USC boys, were partying the night before the bowl game. Then got smoked by Tulane. Now you come here to see uh, to the combine. Combine. You don't want to throw. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I I get it. Like you know, you don't feel like you have to. You know. I don't know if his agent is in his ear telling him uh, the chatter. Um, it, I don't think it hurt. How can it hurt you? This is, you know, yeah. you, we all know you're not, you're not throwing to your own receivers, but yeah, but it's it's and it, to what you just said, it's like you come up here. What what are you coming for? It's like this is a, it's a thing where you compete, and it, and then it's like oh, the, I'm gonna have a pro day. Do you know what a pro day? Uh, this is how like, and I learned this from Joe Douglas. I learned it's like he's like you got to have people that. Love football. It's like football players love to compete, no matter where it is. You're going to show what you can do. And the, he said, the thing that he 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 told me was, between your uh, combine and your pro day, is like some guys when they get to their pro day, their pro day is your day because you you've uh, choreographed everything. And then if you come that fat, out of shape, and can't do the pro day, then it sh- tells them a lot about you, whether they how high they or if they would draft you. It's like so, Jalen Carter. Yeah. So, so Gail, you just mentioned that you get it. He's not throwing to his receivers. But wouldn't you want to take that into observation, seeing that he can throw to I, anybody? I would, yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I want to see that. That's right. I would want to see that kid throw in the combine, to see that this might be a receiver that might join you in Chicago. Yeah. You know, how, about, how about the fact that, like, I mean, you're going from college to the NFL, so yeah, it's, I mean. not, it's not your it's not your wide receivers you're throwing to from college. But guess mm-hmm. what? Once you get to the NFL, 
your college wide receivers aren't going to be there well, either. Well, I'm <laughs> saying, like, you, you I'm, I'm saying from like a from a scripted standpoint from the pro day, it's so so scripted, and they they have their their players yep. that they uh, threw with in college, and yeah. it's scripted. It looks pretty. So like, yeah. if if you're say if you're say if you're a Drake uh, May and a, a, a Daniels, I think you have an opportunity to like fight for that second spot. And, yeah, and also, yeah. and it's money that you're 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 if you go if you get drafted second mm-hmm. versus the fifth pick, mm-hmm. that's millions of dollars. So that's enough for me to go to the uh, damn combine and compete and be like, bro, this guy put on a show. Yep. Meanwhile, you got Caleb Williams who don't even want to show up, and he's gonna lock in the first spot. Diva, Bullshit, bro. Diva. <laughs> Diva, yeah. We yeah. Said, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, he he also uh, he grew up in Washington. Not too far from here, um, DC or Washington right. DC. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, what is so uh, going back to uh, since we're on the topic of wide receivers, did you did you all listen to uh, AJ Brown call into WIP? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just heard about it. I, I thought it was hilarious because uh, Howard Howard asking. Actually called them on the same stuff like a couple of weeks before this, but uh, tell me, tell me more. Uh, well, I, I, I start. I think he called. He called in, and mm-hmm. I, I thought the vibe of it was he was there to check WIP for putting out false information and asking like, "Why do you guys keep doing this?" And then you know, Ike Reese, I felt like he put on a masterclass in terms of handling the situation. He said it's not, it's not us. Um, but it's some people that might be from our station, but it's not us. But he, you know, he, he talked about how Eagle fans and the, the city deals with this kind of information that it spreads like wildfire on the timeline. You just have to understand that it'll always be Philadelphia, but it's you know, it's no harm, no foul. But uh, you know, I, I do think he stood up for his team and kind of like he said, I'm the dude that stands up to the bully, I'm out here, this is what who I am. So I respected it. I respected it. I respected yeah. it as well. Yeah, it's a, the funniest. The funniest part of of it is like the WIP is supposed to be the flagship ship station for the birds. So for you to be talking reckless like that, and not only reckless about that, but the Hassan Reddick thing, and not have any any weight behind what you're putting out there, is 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 stupid. It's like it, It's like it. I, I don't know because it, it's like the guys who you who you want interviews from are going to start not, not doing any interviews. It's going to be hard for you to get players because they know you twist things up. It's, a, it's just one of the things where when you see somebody and they're doing that type of stuff and they start, it's like, well, who told you that? Well, I can't reveal my sources. Really? <laughs> and you want mm-hmm. me to talk to you for what? Why would I talk to you now? It's true. So. Prime, what you think of it? My bad, I was on mute. Um, no, I, 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 I listened to uh to Reese, and I think he handled it very well. I mean, he set the you know he set the the story straight on his end as well. Like, um, but AJ, I mean, it was it was just funny listening to because, like, he just told him straight up. He was like, "Look, man, I love playing in this city. I go out there and I give it my all, and I do what I'm supposed to do." Um, and then he killed it with the next question. Like, he just wanted to keep it moving. Like. 
And then, you know, like Ike, you could tell that Ike was like still trying to go down that path. But luckily, you know, I mean, he decided to change the script a little bit. And it was, know. I think it was the Jack that came up with another question. He was like, no, nah, I'm not here for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not here for that. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's just, it, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad they ended up clearing all that shit. I mean, again, the sources at WIP, I don't know who they are. Nobody's ever going to know. I mean, we don't know right now, but. Right. Like it's just ridiculous how they just really turning this story. Um, I really, truthfully, I'm not feeding into the shit. And hearing AJ just come out and just be straight up, like letting everybody know he got no problem, he wants to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm good. That I'm, yep. I'm at peace. That's all I need to hear. Yep. I think it was Spike Eskin that went in earlier the day before about like you know Eagle fans pay for your like car your house and i was like come on yeah <laughs> spike spike knows what he's doing like he's he's like ah yeah let's put it in there uh but you know i think he spoke to that a little bit and he's like yo that's not us but yeah and, I, I mean you know. but to, to, but if it's not you then why you you don't you go through a production meeting every day what the hell are you bringing that crap up for you're supposed to be it's like you're you're supposed to Tell the truth on the station, but you're the flagship station. You do their games all the time. If it, it's like if it's something that if it's that was true, then you report it. But you don't report the bullshit. I was like, and, and that's I mean, I, I don't know. That's why we guys be be that's why when we play, we, we kind of leery of going on there and stuff and things. It's like I'm, you know, and and then and working there. It's like some people got to play the bad guy, but if he's just over stupid stuff playing the bad guy, not nothing to this magnitude. R- ratings are more important than truth, House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all about the ratings. It, it's uh, the funny part is when is uh when how somebody was just talking about when uh somebody was talking about his dad, uh, not AJ. Yeah, he's like the funny part is Howard called them on them trying to do, do, doing clickbait. I call it mm-hmm. clickbait. Yeah. It's, like, it's like because you, if you see a story, you be like, "Oh, I'm gonna, let me click on it," ah. and then when you click on it, he's like, "Oh, really?" And it's like, uh, like he's like a blockbuster trade idea. Yeah, just you had to pay attention to the headline because nobody thought of the crap that they're thinking about. It's like, but they put it out there, so it, it looks like that it's been talked about, but it really hasn't been. Yeah. They got bored that one day, like hypothetical AJ Brown trades. <laughs> I mean, Gail, you you used to work for a. Uh, we used to have to write articles and uh, yeah. talk about you know well, the said, draft and whatnot. Like the the funny thing when I was doing my mock draft and they would they would get so tight that I we we wouldn't put quarterbacks up high. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck it, I'll put I'll well I, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to the Vikings anyway, but they had. So I put them up with the Vikings, and they got so many clicks off of my mock draft that they had to apologize because we were getting so many hate hate mail because I put Teddy Bridgewater to the Vikings. He ended up getting drafted anyway to the Vikings in the first yeah. round because they moved up to get him in the back end of the first. But I got death threats on that. But it was clickbaity, and I, I was like, bro, I don't want to do this. But they said if it bleeds, it reads. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, you know, but it, the, I think in these days, day and age, the Chris Sims of the world, we have to like comment on Chris, Min, Chris Sims bullshit. I don't even, I don't even comment on it anymore. He's got, he's got 12 touchdowns, he's got 12 touchdowns and 18 interceptions in his career. He's 79 all time as a starter. He sucks ass. His not, his name is not Phil Sims. 
<laughs> I, I, I just laugh every time I go back and watch the video of him trying to repeat Gruden in that huddle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, was that Spider Y2 Banana or was it someone else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was ace, ace, tight, right, ref. <laughs> but yeah, when you have guys like that who uh, who getting their full hate on, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because you see now I, I, Dan Ostrowski, David Carr, like all those guys that will be talk, who just be talking. David Carr's record, David Carr's record is twenty three and fifty six. Uh, Dan Ostrowski's record is three and twenty-six or three and twenty-three. Sorry, he was the, he was the starting quarterback on the zero and sixteen Lions. So what? So just think about Wasn't that. Dan Orlovsky? Yeah, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, uh, yeah. David Carr's record is you know his, his teammates 26. in the, his teammates in the chat actually. Yeah, it's like you and uh, I actually I met Ryan Clark. Uh, he was asking me about Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. met him and I was asking him about. He's like Dan watches film. I was like, so does a blind monkey. What the, what the fuck does that mean? Because he's watching film. I was like, so he's. I'm supposed to listen to him when he could, he couldn't do it right when he was playing. It's kind of like listening to the Tony Romo. Did you guys listen to the Super Bowl and how he messed up at the end of the game? Yeah. He really ruined. He really ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> Ru- ruined the moment. Ruined, ah. Yeah, yeah. He, he ruined it really badly. He he went on the. Uh, he started pontificating on so, on something that didn't even matter. The game was won by the uh, by the Chiefs. And you're supposed to let the people let us soak let it in breathe. the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Let, let us soak in the crowd. He talked over the entire crowd cheer. Yeah. I know. And then when they cut back to him, Jim Nance is looking at him like, really? 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 Jim Nance is always clutching his pearls, man. <laughs> but on that one, he was supposed to. <laughs> uh, before we get out, I want to give a shout out to Bud Light for holding us down to the tailgates all these years. Uh, shout out to um, Red Bull. Uh, Concha Hawk Italian Bakery. If you want to get a tomato pie or any baked goods, check them out. Tina is a saint. Uh, and shout out to uh, Red Bull, Evan's uh, favorite morning drink. The, oh, really? the number one energy drink in America. Red it's Bull. Like, well, this guy. Hey, too, old. Through the show. too old to be drinking Red Bull. Man. <laughs> no, really? Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm right, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right I, there with I was going to say. I, I, got, I wasn't gonna bring it up. I got I got cases. <laughs> I got cases. You have the sugar free? I got sugar free. You you want some sugar free ones? Damn skippy. All right. <laughs> I, I'll I'll get you a case and Evan, you can get yours. I think Sounds autumn's a big uh autumn's yeah. a big yeah, autumn is. She drinks the sugar free or regular? The sugar free. <laughs> Somebody prime, said red. prime drinks is liquefied starbursts. Red Bull and Crown. Yeah, every, every, you get them Skittle, Skittle drinks. What was this? <laughs> well, now if you put the uh, the Jolly Ranchers in there, uh, in the uh, in the liquor, it'll make it quicker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Uh, but uh, last word before we get out of here, we'll start with you, Hollis. Ah, thanks for having me back, man. Uh, I've been uh, I've been on the grind. Um, I'm looking at a Super Bowl party. Yeah, I was at a Super Bowl party in uh, Vegas. Uh, we, me and me and Irv was out there. Me, Irv. I don't know if you guys remember Matt McCoy. I called him Mutt. Linebacker, uh, San yeah, Jose linebacker, State. San Jose State, not not the Fresno State. Fresno State, and then. Uh, also, I also was out there with uh, T.O. Donovan, uh, not together, not together, Prime, and, uh, and Marshall Falk. And then I uh, was out there, man, have you guys seen uh, uh, Frank Gore? Man, he's living large. 
Why, what, what happened? <laughs> no, he's, I'm talking about he's getting, he's, uh, he's, he's a big homie. Yeah, he's yeah. a big homie. And then, you know, there's a bunch of 49ers fans out there. But it, well, I had a great time in Vegas. I think uh, if you ever get, if they ever have it, in, when they have it in Vegas again, even if even if our birds are not in there, you guys should go and take it in because the, the city was electric. It was they, they moved it around and they, they built the the one thing. I don't know if you guys you got Kansas City. The Kansas City doesn't have uh public uh, transportation to their stadium. The Vegas they do, they have this uh this monorail that goes around the whole strip and it made it so much easier to get around. You can take that for like six bucks and you can see the entire strip. I think that, that made it that made it sweet. And I was at Chicky and Pete's, I was out there with Pete. At Chicky and Pete's out there at the Sahara, and it, it was just a great time overall. But I wish my birds was there. There was some birds fans out there, strictly represented. But um, you beat uh, up the tables at all, or they beat you up? Oh no, no, no! I wasn't, I wasn't, I was out there uh, pumping true fans, <laughs> and uh, we we actually went to Radio Row with uh, Tony Bruno, and we saw that's what we saw. I saw uh, Chris Long and uh, Fat Thor and uh, Howie Long. I, I kicked it with my boy Howie. It was cool. And uh, oh, and uh, Takeo Spikes. <laughs> it was a real good time, dude. Hey, does he does he, does he still not have a neck? It's still What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh me! I snatched. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, take you. I, well, I was. Oh, at, yeah, oh yeah, he's a. Oh man. <laughs> I did yes. an interview with him at the at the radio, Super Bowl Radio Row, and I was like, God damn, this guy's oh, names. Uh, yeah, just like Mark. Yeah, uh, it's not just me who gives people names. <laughs> As uh, myself and Hugh Douglas, like uh, Sam Brayburn, we called him truck driver because he was like the first bow-legged white guy that we've seen, and he was like 6'3", 300 pounds. So he was truck driver. And a lot of people don't know that we call Jeremiah Trotter Panty Man. Why is that? Uh, his un- he always wore the uh, the panty-style underwear. <laughs> so we, we just kind of look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's Panty Man. Panty <laughs> Man. That was when Batman was out. We just called him Panty Man. <laughs> Who'd you call Panty Man? Take it with spikes? Trot. No, Trot. trot. <laughs> Called a panty man. <laughs> Maybe you want to ask him that, that in an interview. Uh, but Pete says uh, Frank Gore, Jerry Rice, Jeremiah Trotter, Marvin Harrison, all their kids are in the draft. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. crazy, man. That's, that's crazy, yeah. Mm. 
But thank, but thank y'all for having me back. I'll be back uh, pretty soon. Glad to, glad to have you back, man. Yeah, primo. Last word. Uh, you know, just uh, enjoy the rest of y'all week, man. The combine's here. Just try to pay attention. Don't go off of what you know they're saying just for us to hear. We got to see it for ourselves. So, uh, you know, when that combine goes on, just try to look out there for that for that next great talent. I wish everybody, you know, I mean, um, that's going to be involved in the combine. You know, good luck and you know, stay safe and try to stay healthy and shine out there, man. The money's the money's there, man, for you guys to go ahead and get it. At the end of the day, it's how much of a great show you put on. So other than that, you know what I mean? Go birds. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take my my moment here to go a little bit off topic and just have a prayer real quick for my man, Joel Embiid. I miss you. I miss you, Joel. I miss you so much. Um, before, bro, my, before I forget, I'm sorry, bro. My, I didn't mean to cut uh, you off. Happy birthday to my little prayer. My bad. Happy birthday to my mom, man. Happy birthday to my mom. Happy birthday, my mom. Happy birthday. My turn. My turn. Sixty-seven yesterday. God bless. Sixty-seven. She don't look a day over forty-eight. I know. My mom got some great skin. You know what I mean. So, well, yeah. Big shout out to my mom. Love you. Uh, Happy birthday. Hope you enjoyed it. My bad, Evan. Back to your prayer. No, it's all good. Uh, You know, (laughs) happy birthday to your mom. Of course, that's more important. Um, Joel, come back. I miss you. Go six. <laughs> you, 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 no love for Kyle, Kyle Lowry. <sighs> Listen, you know, you know what's actually funny? Kyle Lowry's mom came into um, my pizza shop one time, and oh. and she ended up I have ended up having a small conversation with her, and she's like, you know, at the register checking out, and she's like, you know, we had basketball, and she's like, you know, my my son plays in the league. I'm like, get out of here! Like, what what's his name? And she goes, this is like seven eight years ago she goes kyle lowry i'm like your son doesn't just play in the nba like your son's a star in the nba <laughs> like you're really underselling this uh so it's cool to have him hometown guy but yeah uh, dude he's washed come on i mean dude yeah that's his mom about the medical wow <laughs> it's another julio jones. <laughs> it's another julio jones moment Perfect time. Ah, ah. Perfect time. Uh, last word. Uh, also, I did look up Matt McCoy. Did go to San Diego State. No, no. Ooh. I wasn't. He said, I wasn't, he said I wasn't, Fresno guy. I, well, okay, San Diego State. It's different. Different. Uh, it's a big difference. My bad. Both wrong. I was wrong. Because okay. my my nerd ass self, I remember I was watching the draft. I was like, Sam. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Shout out to everyone in the comments. Uh, appreciate you guys sticking along. Obviously. If you, uh, it's almost mock draft season. We'll start doing some of those for the, the nerds out there. Um, <laughs> you're talking about some of these mock 22s because uh, it's, it's potential that we do move up, too. We, now, we do have a second-round pick in the second uh, – two second-rounders, a bunch of fives. We've got a th- third round, no fourth. Yeah, four, got four fifth-round picks. Yeah, so uh, it'll be Are interesting. the Bears going to find a way to fuck it up again? I bet they the Bears, uh, you know. You know what? They got a one Probably. and a nine, bro. How do you it, fuck uh, that up? Watch and see how they do. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, I mean, honestly, they could move fields and, and acquire even more. They all they do is, hey, all they do. <laughs> it could be interesting. It could, I mean, this this combine is going to be interesting. The whole offseason, uh, I think, will be interesting. I think most importantly for us, I think it's about these free agents that we bring into. Uh, that's going to be very interesting see who we pay. Uh, but we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go birds.